के ओ Welcome back to another episode of uh, No Mods Podcast <laughs> with me, uh, Jorge Flores. Um, still kind of, or, or, or got, got to finish the intro. Um, if you want to reach out to the podcast on Twitter, it's uh, N-O underscore M-O-D-S 009, or you can reach out to me on Instagram at adept underscore apron. And um, oh, I'm still kind of... Uh, powering down from watching or from going to the fucking Niners versus Seahawks game fuck dude shit was fucking intense well I'm gonna say spoilers but I mean like fuck I mean everybody knows about it I mean the results are posted oh fuck yeah by way shit was wild I think I'm probably just gassed out from like yelling and getting hyped because it's a fucking good game. No way. It's my bad for the low energy, but on the mama's way. Fuck, dude. And then, fuck, if I hadn't spent most of my money getting fucking beer and shit, probably would have gotten one of those street dogs because the friend I went with was surprised that I've never had a, the street dogs outside of a stadium. But fuck, I mean, but I mean, like, you probably just make those bitches at home, dude. Like, yeah, it's just stainless steel, pan, and then everything's, like, on its own. Did they wrap the hot dogs in bacon? I don't even know. I would assume so, right? But I guess it's the vibe. Nah, I'll probably make them soon. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm pretty sure just julienne peppers and onions. And then you like let the 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 Frank pretty much. My bad. I'm starting to think now. Can you tell that I'm thinking? Can you hear it? Oh <laughs> way. I don't know. It's been a bit of a fun week. You know, Pineapple Express is still in effect. Or it hasn't been as hard, but like still kind of. Uh, on, oh, what's the word I'm trying to, I'm still on standby, there we go, that's the word, because there's, every, most of the areas under flood warning, or most of California, I would assume, right, so it's very much like, just be prepared, have everything in a box, I, I literally, like, got out of work so I can do that, so. Oh, I think that was a topic that I had in mind, like, oh, like, what's some easy meals, like, or, like, because even when I was shopping for that, I was trying to think, like, oh, like, how do you prep for, like, an emergency, and, like, I get, like, it's mostly canned foods, and, I mean, like, it would be rice beans, probably the milk powder, if you got it, or, like, any milk, or, uh, powder drinks, Probably a good one. Probably a water filter. Like these are like that batteries. Yeah, my bad. Like like you can tell that I'm. <laughs> you can literally hear my head like trying to like process shit right now. You you know like when um. Like in those fucking. 
the old desktop computers when like after like 10 minutes it would just sound like a jet like that's literally where i'm at right now <laughs> i mean i don't know i feel like canned foods are a bit of a trip or not a trip or it is a trip because everybody eats them differently like i don't know about you guys but like a can of tuna for me or at least in my household is um can of tuna Diced pickle jalapenos, can of corn, uh, diced tomatoes. That's pretty much it. But I know I s some old dude fucking Tommy, you can do uh, tuna fried or er, canned tuna fried rice, which when he made it, it wasn't that bad, but it's still kind of a trip. And then, oh, then you can do, well, I mean... I'm mostly thinking quick foods, but just because I've seen like a quick, um, you can make onigiri with canned tuna. Um, I don't know, I think, I know there are more ways to use canned tuna, but like, it's pretty much what comes to mind. Because I know spam you can do a thousand different ways. And the, in my, <laughs> the most easy way that I've had um, spam is just dice spam. A little bit of onion, a little bit of canned corn, and the the canned uh, the canned salsa with the duck on it, del pato. Get that all in a pan. You can have it over rice or in a tortilla. You're ready to go. But yeah, I mean, oh, then the best thing I've had, right? Cause um, uh, I've gotten like random cans that I've. Like, er, I've been handed random cans. Like, I've got in, um, can shredded pork, which I've never seen in my l entire life. But I try I opened it up, and it was literally, tasted pretty close to carnitas without, like, the seasoning. And then once you season it properly, like, it's pretty fucking good. I forgot what I made with I think it was that and Brussels sprouts. That shit was fire. And, like, that right there, you can do hundreds of things with, uh, canned pork or even the corned beef i've never had it and when i did i was like damn this shit's fucking good like i was honestly fucking surprised um not gonna lie it feels like it's pretty fucking versatile i mean pretty sure i made tacos out of it <laughs> oh man because yeah fuck i mean i know i deviated from like evacuation foods but like i don't know I mean, if you got a fucking griddle and you can make a quesadilla, you can probably make everything into a quesadilla. Oh, which means... Should I put a rice cooker in my kit? Because that would be pretty dope. But then the question is, where the fuck do I get the power, huh? Hmm. Damn. That's a good point. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I guess... In an emergency, you're not thinking about, like, Fancy shit like that, huh? Hmm. But at least it's good to know that I'm able to quick. Ah, I wish I can say think quick or be quick on my feet, but as you can tell, I can't really think. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> um. Damn it! Where was I gonna go after this? I don't know, because I was trying to think, usually, in every episode, I try to give a little bit of a knowledge drop, right? 
And I started thinking, like, I've already talked about chopping onions and mushrooms, and I feel like I bring it up pretty often. And I started thinking, like, all right, what's something onion-related? <laughs> and then, but then I realized, like, fuck, like, I've never really gotten into, um, how do you want to say it? Um, like, I don't know about you guys, but I still kind of get confused on, like, or, no, yeah, yeah, I would say I would get confused on, like, um, what's the way, how do I want to put this? Like, the names for each salsa, right? Like, obvi obviously, salsa verde, salsa verde, and as far as I know, it's, uh, excuse me, fresh tomatillos, or stewed, but if you want a nice green color, you go fresh, cilantro, onion, garlic, uh, then your green uh, peppers, which um, I prefer serrano because it has more of a kick. And then, if you want, you can use that base. Or, uh, a little secret of mine is I would use that base, add a beer, and then add um, a lot more garlic and onion. And then that would pretty much make my carnasada marinade. But hopefully, you didn't pay attention to that. Plus, I mean, I guess you don't know the ratio, right? I mean, it's not like it's... Oh, moving forward, before I give you the full recipe. <laughs> um, so that's Salsa Verde. And I started thinking, like, I wonder if people actually know what, like, a Salsa Fresca is. Because to me, I thought Salsa Fresca was um, everything's fresh and in the blender. But I guess for a lot of people, Salsa Fresca is actually Pico de Gallo. Which, um, apparently, apparently a lot of people make differently. But all I know is the basis for pico de gallo is um, diced tomatoes, diced onion, cilantro, jalapeno, limon y sal, or salt and lime, right? And then a lot of people add a little bit of black uh, black pepper, a little bit of crushed garlic. But I mean, that's all up to you, because I do make mine a little more like. A little more heavy on the lemon side and a little bit more spicy because then when you have it with your food I think it complements the acidity and then the sweetness of the tomato goes pretty good with like a really heavy meat like your carne asada so but that's me and everybody's different because when it's that when it's that acidic from the limes and like savory and you put that on carnitas fuck dude um, moving on, right? Because then, and then I started thinking, I wonder what people think of a salsa roja. Because technically, it just translates to a red salsa, right? And then I started thinking about it. And salsa roja is the, the one that I just mentioned, where it's usually uh, partially boiled tomatoes, onion, garlic, jalapenos. And then... um. You blend it and you add your chopped onion, or finely chopped onion and uh, chopped cilantro, and that's your salsa roja. But then I was like, but then like in case you didn't know, salsa taquera does not have cilantro, and that's kind of what defines it as salsa taquera. And then I started wondering, like, I wonder what people actually use, because I know initially you see red, and then you think, oh, it's probably tomatoes, but then the way I prefer it is... Uh, 
roasting uh, tomatoes because or roasting tomatillos because for me I think it's a superior flavor. It's like acidic but sweet, and then um, and then the reason it connected with onions is because the way I make it is I kind of like roast my onions along with the tomatillos, so it's like more of a savory flavor. And then and like before like they finish roasting, I'll throw in the garlic as well, so it gets another savory component too, and it's not just like a raw garlic. But even then, I still add a raw garlic when I blend it, and um. And I think the 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 funny thing about a salsa taquera is that it tends to have chile de árbol, which it doesn't have to. But I think a salsa taquera is supposed to be spicy because usually like the meat's pretty fatty, and you want to cut it. So I guess this whole time what I thought was salsa roca was actually salsa taquera. And um, I mean, and then. And this is what trips me out, and it's probably the same thing around the world, is that when you when you think there's a certain recipe to make something, like even within like the same area, within like the same country pretty much, there's like a hundreds of variations of the same thing. And it's very much like, no mames, way. Because even going back to uh, Salsa Roja, is um, if you just don't add jalapeno, and you uh, just keep it tomato, onion, garlic, but you add a oregano to it. That's your salsa for uh, birria, and like, and like you can make it spicy, but like the whole point of the salsa is for it not to be spicy, unless, like I said, like my the family tradition is to not make it spicy. I don't know why, but maybe it was more of a so everybody can enjoy it, right? And I think the whole point of it is to the city of the tomato to come out and complement more the birria that's already tender and like it can't be fatty, but like it, that's where like the line of thinking goes, right? And um, but yeah, like I started just started thinking about that and like do people actually know the difference? And because then, because then there's also like the what's the term? not the breakdown but like the the sub tiers of salsa right because um you can also make a, pe a peanut salsa which because peanuts are fattier it tends to use more um chile de arbol which is your red peppers and you literally fry everything together and like in the like not too much in oil because the peanuts already have like have enough oil so it would kind of be like more of a well, you want it chunky, too, so you're more like, I think that's when you would want to use a, a, what's it called, um, the mortar, because then you would get it, like, refined, but still kind of, like, chunky, and that's what you want, and then the one salsa that I have pretty much during Lent, which if you don't know Lent, it's tense, it's, um, I guess it's a Catholic holiday, right? Or Days of Observance, which is uh, before Easter, right? And um, that's usually when I have a uh, salsa de camarón, which is pretty much like the dried shrimp. Or it's again chile de árbol, but I'm trying to remember the full recipe because I've only had it and I haven't really made it. But it's pretty much dried shrimp. Or oh fuck, what's it? <laughs> I can think about it in Spanish, but I can't. 
think about it in English. Hold on, give me a second. It's not crushed, but it's like... Oh, it's, it's ground dried shrimp. But, like, it's kind of coarse, still. And then you would make, um... Like, I guess, like, a dry chili powder from, like... No. I need to look into that one. But, like, that one's really good because you get, like, the spiciness. And then you get, like, the, um, the shrimp flavor behind it. And it kind of, like... It folds so well together. And it's, like... Like, have you ever... Have, I would suggest, you know what, I think that's everybody's homework instead of mine, or er, including mine, is let's try to make um, salsa de camarón, because I mean, I think it's pretty fucking good, I forget what the fuck it goes on, but I know during Lent, um, I tend to eat a lot of uh, cactus, or nopales, como lo quiera decir, it's all the same, um, I tend to eat it with that, and it's fucking good. Damn, that shit sounds good right now. Which, if you don't know how to eat cactus, it's pretty simple. It's pretty much. I don't. I don't. I doubt that it's steamed, because every time I've had it, it's been um. You julienne it or you remove the thorns, uh, boil it with uh, onion and garlic, strain it, and after that, you're pretty much ready to go. Which um. The very simple ways again, uh, julienne onions, saute those a bit, um, dice some hot tomatoes, throw that in there, like get that going, and then you're gonna add the nopales at towards the end, um, and you're pretty much just warming everything together at that point, and like letting the flavors marry, and then from there, you get your tortilla. You can add cheese if you want, cause cheese and nopales is fucking delicious, or you get your tortilla. Nopales, salsa de camarón, and vámonos. And then, so I still find it funny, but like, I think that's the one thing I've been enjoying so far in these recent episodes. So I start talking about food, I get excited, and I get hungry at the same time, and then I'm like, fuck. And then at the same time, like, like I've been kind of meal prepping just because I've been getting busy with work and I've been trying to keep myself busy. So I do make a lot of food and I make it last for like a few days. And then um, I recently saw like someone convinced me that like of you um, that um, John Jangmyeon is like uh, what's the word? Not healthy, but like because it, it's healthier than I guess eating out is the best way to put it. Like if you make it at home, does that make it healthier? I guess that's my next episode, but, like, but if you, not, but now I'm thinking about it, and it sucks that I'm towards the end, because I did want to, I, I wanted to start speculating and speculating a little bit, but then, but I'm pretty sure, I'll, I'll, I'll save it for next time, but I'm pretty sure if you cook everything at home, one, because it's fresh, two, because you control the amounts that you want to put in, like in regards to salt and fat, then in theory that does make you healthier. But then I guess it's, I'll look into it for you guys, but like I'm pretty sure it's healthier because I've heard making, eating bread that's baked daily, like fresh, fresh bread, 
is actually good for you unless um fanning or I don't know how to describe it. Like I think there there's more nutrition value in fresh and daily baked fresh bread. I wonder if I said that right cuz I was I started overthinking. Well, <laughs> you get the point, right? But um and talking about healthy salsa is pretty heavy, uh, healthy because you got all your, it's almost like a superfood, my guy. Come on. Make a salsa. <laughs> on that note, um, glad you guys tuned in for another episode. Happy Monday. Um, hope you guys had a, is it a three-day weekend this week? Oh, no. MLK week is next week, right? Yeah, because it's usually around the 17th. Well, hope you guys had a good weekend regardless. <laughs> um, my bad, dude. Like, you can literally hear my brain, brain take off. <laughs> um, but, again, glad you guys tuned in for another episode of the Nomads Podcast with me, Jorge Flores. If you want to reach out to the podcast, it's uh, on Twitter. It's N-O underscore M-O-D-S 009. Or you can reach out to me on Instagram at adept underscore apron. And uh hope you guys tune in to this episode and future episodes coming through. And if this is your first time listening, uh, then listen to two more episodes moving back from this one because the, the earlier ones are kind of... Uh, <laughs> you can tell that I, I needed a lot of improvement. Um, but thank you for listening. Uh, catch you guys next week.